Welcome everybody to the Parent Podcast. Thank you for being here today. My name is Matt Clark. I'm uh, the student pastor here at Genoa Church, and I'm with my joined with my co-host. Yes, I'm Chrissy Fuller, and I'm the kids director here at the church with you. Nice. You got a big job, Chrissy. I hope you know that. It's a very big job. Long season. Yeah. Do you do you work. like it? Do you love like working here? I love working. Okay, good. You I hear that, Pastor Frank? She loves it. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to do it if it wasn't all for the kingdom and the there glory go. of God. You're such a Christian. I love the it. Truth. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, we, we're this is our first podcast that we're doing, and uh, this is a podcast that is directed uh, specifically to parents. The whole the whole purpose is to equip parents to help uh, with their children any way that we can with some uh, some biblical knowledge, some relational knowledge on on parenting, and some tips and stuff. And and you know we're we're kind of learning some stuff. We're both parents also, right? You've, mm-hmm. How many kids you have? I have four, and I have a senior, 17-year-old, all the way down to a first-grade seven-year-old. Pray for Chrissy, all right? It's a busy <laughs> decade, is that's what right. I always say. That's right. And I got four kids also. My oldest is 11, and then my youngest is four, I think. I, I'm pretty sure seven it's four. Years. It's four or five. I think it's four. Yes. Okay. So, so yeah. So we we've got that's so that's eight children represented, mm-hmm. and then in just a little bit we're going to introduce our host, and she's got a couple kids herself. So a lot of kids represented in this podcast, which is mm-hmm. great. But but again, the whole we as a ministry at this church, we always say that we want to equip parents. You know. Uh, we are not the primary spiritual influence in a child's life. That's the parent. We never want to take that role, but we want to come alongside you parents and help any way that we can, mm-hmm. right? We are resources. Absolutely. And so uh, that's what this podcast is going to be. And just recently we did our uh, our first ever parent conference. And I, I think it went really well. I had a blast doing it. Chrissy, what were your thoughts on the conference? Did you enjoy it or... Mm. <laughs> You'll notice the silence there, and <laughs> there, there's context here. We could hold it together, Chrissy. We'll don't get don't here. get so mad. But uh, Chrissy was a huge part of the design, the planning, the prep, and all that stuff. But the only day that we could do the podcast was a day that Chrissy just happened to mm-hmm. be on vacation, mm-hmm. and so she was super bummed because she wasn't so. able to go to the conference. And so um, I won't talk about how amazing it was, just because I don't want you to have it was uh, a flop. Yeah, fear of missing. Yeah, it was awful. It was Chrissy a terrible conference. <laughs> <laughs> but we did have everybody uh, text you. Do you remember that you got yeah. like eighty texts at one that time? That was the most. The best gift you could have ever given me is to give 80, I don't know, it was probably 22 people my phone number, my yes. personal phone yes. number. It was, and I got selfies of everyone. That's of right. Them. I put it up on the screen. That I said, this great. is Chrissy's personal cell number. And then you revealed that I copy pasted my response to every one of them, to every one of them. <laughs> By accident. I got up there and I was like, I was like, hey, look at what Chrissy responded. And they said, yeah, we all got it. And I said, oh, I thought I was special. I, I thought had she to respond to each of them, but I could not give personal. Yeah, I was on right. the beach. There we go. Well, the conference was a success. Mm-hmm. And, and pretty much the basic setup of it was you had three sessions. Myself, Pastor Joe, and Pastor Scott did a lesson. Then we had two panels where we had a group of people come up and we interviewed them a little bit. And then we had a, a, a breakout session, which is where we divided up. The theme of the conference was, it's just a phase, so don't miss it. And so what we did was during our breakout sessions, uh, we had four different sessions. We had four different breakouts, preschool, elementary, middle school, and high school. And whatever you wanted to go to, if you had a, if you were a parent of a preschooler, we had a session specifically for you to go to, same with high school and the other ones. And so what we thought would be a great idea, because we got a lot of people who weren't able to go to the conference that said, <clears throat> man, I, I wish I wish you could have recorded it. Uh, yeah, really? like, like you, Chrissy. <laughs> well, we had a lot of people though who couldn't attend and mm-hmm. were like, man, I'd love to, uh, to did, did you record it? And we didn't. 
So we thought this would be a great idea for our podcast here. So what we've done is we have brought in an expert today. All right. No pressure, no pressure. But we have a guest in the studio today and uh, she is, in my opinion, very qualified to be here. Why don't you introduce yourself, please? Hi, I'm Janelle Willison and I get to have the best job at GCA. I'm the preschool director. Nice. So so this is why I say you're qualified. Not only, so how many children do you have first off? Three. You've Mm -hmm. got three and tell me their ages. 25, 23, 18. Nice. Yes. So you are... Uh, seasoned. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Or grit. senior, maybe. It's, it's a, a great... No, we're, we're going to go mom. seasoned. <laughs> seasoned is good. Mature is good too. Yeah. So you, you've been through every phase, which is yep. awesome, mm-hmm. right? Uh, Chrissy, you are you have one kid in that top phase. and then So you've been through every phase. I'm only up to the middle school phase, so I can't wait to hear mm-hmm. all the wisdom and stuff. But... Ooh. Specifically, Janelle, we've brought you here uh, to be our expert on uh, preschool age. And, and I love, like, like she said a second ago, you're the preschool director here at Genoa Christian Academy. How many kids are in the preschool? We have 128 kids this year. Wow. So excited. Awesome. We've been growing and yeah. able to bless a lot of families. Mm-hmm. That's way more than I, I thought. And is this your second year being this preschool? This is my gr- fourth year. Oh, fourth. Yeah. Okay, man, time, time flies. flies, man. That's great. All right, let me cut that and we're going to redo it. And No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <I'll be> like, <laughs> yeah, I should have known that. So four years, man. Yeah, that's that's awesome. And uh, yeah, my so my preschooler, James, he loves it here. It's right. it's a great preschool. This is a little plug for the preschool. If oh, you yeah, if absolutely. you're looking for a good preschool, Genoa Christian Academy is the place to go. So registration coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. This what, what we'll do is I'll add some nice little uh, music behind it, and just be like, sign your kid up for Genoa Christian <laughs> Academy preschool. It'll be awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, well, what we did was you were a part of the parent conference. Mm-hmm. So when we broke off into uh, we had, uh, do you remember how many people you had go to your breakout? We had seven couples. Okay, perfect. Yeah, four, so fourteen or so people. Right. Um, we, uh, I did the high school one, and we had we had a smaller group. It was like eight to ten, but it was it was I liked it. It was really cool, and and I know elementary had a, a good amount, middle school had a good amount, but. Um, what we did in these breakouts is we allowed you, first off, we played a game with them. Tell us about the game real quick. What, what did you guys do? Well, in preschool, we create, right? We okay. learn through play. That's their big job in preschool. They're mm-hmm. learning through play. So each, fa- I picked two families. They came up and they had to create their family from Play-Doh. Oh, okay. But then build their house out of magnet tiles <laughs> while wearing a mask dressed like a raccoon. There we go. <laughs> That is the most preschool thing I've ever heard in my life. Percent, right? Right. right. Yeah, write that down. We'll have to it's do that in kids' church. It's a shame we didn't record that. The preschoolers would pictures. love watching I have pictures. <laughs> we'll, we'll post those for mm-hmm. sure. That's awesome. And and so so it was geared. I think we did like a, um, a game and then we did a, a, a discussion time mm-hmm. where parents could communicate with one another. And then at the very end, uh, you were asked a couple of questions. Um, about this age specifically. And so for the sake of this podcast, we thought it'd be a good idea if we just re-asked you these questions. And um, and then we're going to elaborate. You know, I know time was, was we were pretty crunched for time, I think, when it happened. So I think you only had like 15, 20 right. minutes. And so we're, this is going to allow us to kind of dive in a little bit deeper. So. Right. So what we'll do is we're just going to ask you these four questions, and then we'll talk about it, and uh, we'll, we'll just, this is all dedicated to preschool today. So Perfect. are you ready? I'm ready. Let's, let's, let's jump in. So here's our first question. The first question is, what is the best thing about preschoolers, about this phase, right? Um, what is the best thing? What, what do you think? I think, you know, considering preschool really starts at birth, right? So you're your child's first and best teacher. So this is your opportunity to pour into your kids. So you take this wobbly necked newborn home with you and you have no idea what to expect, Mm -hmm. but you get a front seat 
to seeing in six months they're sitting up a couple months later they're crawling or walking or talking and you get to see that all the way through mm -hmm. and i think one of the best rewarding most rewarding you can erase that sorry <laughs> um things about this stage is that you get to see it up front right yeah a lot happens and, and, and well preschool we'd say is what from birth to five years old yes that's what yeah. we say a lot happens a lot in birth to five years old daily yeah right you think of your newborn their face changes every day mm -hmm. you think of your preschooler they become more independent and capable of doing great things every day right yeah it, it is funny like when you're i remember when uh when we had our first kid, you know how like when you have your first kid, everything is a milestone, you know? Yeah. And, and uh, you know, Brittany's like, Maura said her first word today. And I was like, what was it? She was like, it was blah, blah, blah. And I was like, it's not a word. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? But but it, it's it's awesome when you hear your kids starting to talk mm -hmm. a little bit right. and stuff. So Absolutely. Yeah. And you always have to come back to these times of preschool. If you have older kids, you have to come back to these times because you start getting weepy about, oh, they're getting so big. We, you know, I feel like I missed the season or you know, missed out. It went too fast. But when you think about the alternative, not hitting the milestones or where the scary part or the hard part comes, like, thank God they're able to hit those milestones. So it's really as I because I kind of learned that and taught myself to think that way. Because praise God, I've had a pretty healthy milestone-hitting group of kids that mm -hmm. God's given me. But just to remember that, you know, thank God they are hitting these milestones, right. and I can encourage every season of it and, and capture each each season. Absolutely, and they all bloom and blossom at their own time, mm -hmm. yeah. right? So that just to see those mm -hmm. connections and those growth patterns mm -hmm. is awesome. Absolutely, you got you guys. This is a dumb question. I know you've heard of it. Shutterfly. You've heard of the sure. the, the, the thing. memories. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So my wife started doing shutterflies for. Ev Luckily, she did it with every kid, and so we she would make these little twelve page uh, hardcover photo albums uh, for every year of their awesome. life, and that's it's pretty cool because because I we look back on those and I go I don't even remember mm -hmm. like I mean when you, when you think like your kids are teenagers for a while. But they're babies for a year or two, right. you know? And I mean, it really does. You know, the, the the theme of our conference was it's just a phase, so don't miss it. You know, a lot of people take that, um, a lot of people go the opposite with that, where they'll say like, man, my, my preschool, it's really tough. And they're like, it's just a phase, hold in there, hang on, you're going to get through it. But we try, we're going the opposite, where we're saying, no, 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 it's just a phase, embrace it. Right. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. It's and, never going to be this way again. Yeah. Right. So, so. Your boy is is seventeen. Grant is yes. your oldest is seventeen. Seventeen. Does it feel like seventeen years ago when he was born? No, because I was just telling the girls in the nursery last night that I can remember seeing his face in the moonlight, rocking him in the nursery. Like that's how quick it went. Like the don't right. blink kind of thing. Right. It's right. so stinking true. Mm -hmm. And I right. always kind of laugh at it. Like yeah, I want this to be over. Like come on, this is miserable. Right. This is hard. That's right. But right. Geez, when I look at my seventeen year old, like mm -hmm. you know, I've got. Little time. I know, right. yeah. We have one that's mm -hmm. married now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, how crazy is that? Right. How old is your oldest? 25. Cassidy. And is that Corbin? It's oh, Cassidy. Cassidy is your oldest. Yes. Okay, cool. Yes. And so Cassidy is 25. Does it feel like 25 years ago when she was born? No, and she's taught <laughs> kindergarten for three years. Yes. How crazy is that, yeah. right? She's a functioning adult. Yeah. She's an adult. Thriving she is an up. awesome adult. Just mm -hmm. real quick, quick plug for Cassidy. She sings in our worship team in the youth group. Yeah. Awesome. You've done a great job on her Thank as you. a parent. There she we was go. my daughter's kindergarten teacher at GCA oh, last year. The she best is, experience. She is my son's kindergarten teacher oh. currently, Peter. Yeah. Awesome. So that's great. So so it, so the best thing about this phase, just to kind of sum up what you were saying, is um, 
is just all the all the change and yes. all the and we say that in a good way. It's mm-hmm. you get to experience um, seeing this kid turn and, and turn into something different and grow. I yes. mean, real in real time, it just happens so fast. Right. And, I keep thinking of every good and perfect gift is from right. God. That's mm-hmm. good. I, I remember um, what's funny is when, when we. No, no parent is ready to parent, right? Absolutely when you have your first not. kid, yeah, you can read as many books as you want. Right. And and I remember, I've told this story before, but my wife and I, uh, well, Brittany gave birth, and my wife and I were leaving the hospital. They, we, She's in a wheelchair. They're like, would you like us to wheelchair you down? She's like, sure, I'll, I'll do that. And so I'm carrying Mora in the in the car seat, you know, and, and we, we go to the curb, and I said, uh, let me go grab the car. So I get the car and I come back. And then the lady just said, the nurse just goes, all right, have a great day. And then she turns around and walks away. <laughs> and I remember just being like, wait a minute, you just left us with a baby. Yes. Like, or, right. is this okay? Like, I don't know. <laughs> and so so it was really weird. We didn't feel qualified. But but what's great about it is, is you know, when, when you have that preschool or when you have that, that newborn and then they're growing, it's like, especially with your first one, you're just learning everything at the mm-hmm. same time. And then, and then when you have more kids, it's cool to kind of implement what you've learned. But then I found is that it's it's been different for all four of my kids. Yes. You know, it's yes. like the Just milestones are different. Think you figured it out. That's right. The next one comes along. Right. That's right. right. And after our fourth kid, James, we were just like, man, we know nothing. <laughs> like I thought, <laughs> I thought we had this figured out. And but that he's... might be the difference between boys and girls because I felt yeah. like with Henley, she's been my angel, angel. child. Like and I she's figured out how. Yes, and she's my youngest. Yeah. I figured out how to shut that door and not come back to her, even though she was crying at me. Because mm. Grant, my first one, I came to every time. Oh yeah. And he learned oh, yeah. how to train me faster That's than right. I trained him. He's like, right. wait a minute, crying gets me fed right, right. away. I this didn't is get awesome. anything done. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I noticed it. with our first, I handmade her blanket, her curtains, <laughs> everything. Corbin got you know bumper pads, and then Chelsea slept in a bouncy chair for three years. <laughs> I knew where that was going. Right? Oh yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. And I'm still books. working on baby books. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I love it. Well, that's great. Yeah, a lot of good things about this phase. Mm, a lot of yes. good things. Well, why don't we go to the second question? Okay. So, Miss um, Janelle, what's the most surprising thing about this phase? That you would be able to the most surprising i think i was tired for you know 14 years <laughs> right mm-hmm. but you get used to it. it it just falls into pattern right mm-hmm. but they are capable of so much more than we give them credit for mm-hmm. they're listening they're soaking it in they are super smart kids mm-hmm. are super um capable of learning things doing things for themselves mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and I think along with that, so much is caught than taught. Like you feel yes. like I have to teach this child how to function in every right. single way. And like you said, we underestimate them a lot of times. They're catching a lot of just involuntary um, action and pattern of behavior. And sometimes the scary part is, is they're catching it from us, of course. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So just being a conscientious parent and making sure that we're going through those steps. I think for me, one of the most surprising things was um, just how you can do it if you have to. You can. No matter if it's, I mean, with the first child, it's everything's new, like you said, Matt. And so you you can do it if you have to. And the need requires the research and right. the figuring it out. You don't have to think of, you know, GMOs right off the bat because you're breastfeeding or something. But <laughs> <laughs> you, get, you get, you know, to research each case by case. Right situation that you're running into and if you have a good partner too if your husband is your wife is taking you know their piece of the pie and you know working together with you you don't feel so overwhelmed right and you all have gifts to share with your kids Mm -hmm. so where maybe you're lacking your partner spouse can uh, Mm -hmm. pick up the slack Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
That's good. Mm-hmm. I'll just say, I never once thought about GMOs with my <laughs> Me children. Neither, that must be actually. a mom thing. <laughs> I don't care. I eat them all the time. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I, um, uh, yeah, the, I mean, it, it's funny. I remember when we had, when you have your first kid, I remember feeling very inadequate. Maybe that's not the right word, but like just, this is overwhelming, right? It's right. overwhelming to have a baby. Right. You know, my wife, she was a great uh, mom to babies. Like, she like this, this is, this is one thing I love about my wife is she, she was always the one to get up with the baby. She'd just be like, you got work tomorrow. You can sleep. Mm-hmm. This is my thing. And I was like, wow, I chose this well. Easy. Yeah. I was like, this is, is great. I was like, man, raising babies is super easy. Like what, <laughs> what do people complain about? Right. But, <laughs> but it, it's funny. And then when, when she got pregnant with her second one, I was like, wait a minute, we're adding another one to the mix. And and then when the third and fourth one, I've always heard that, you know, when you have one kid, you're, you double team, right? right? And then when you have, uh, when you have two kids, it's man to man, you know? And then when you have three kids, you're just playing zone, zone. you know? And you're just like, <laughs> and, and what we found is when we went to three kids, it was, it was a big change. But then when we went to four, it was just like, yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, once you, once you're outnumbered, you're outnumbered, you know? Yeah. And so, um, but yeah, I mean, surprising, I, I like what you guys said about, you know, kids pick up on stuff. I think that was probably one of the things that surprised me most was, what my children retained from me and what they were picking up from me at just such a young age. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think I think I look at babies and and one, two, three, four, five year olds. I'm just like, oh yeah, they're they're young. They're not getting to but they catch a lot. They do. Mm-hmm. They're I mean, listening, they're watching all the time. Yeah, all the time. I've heard somebody say that your children are just they're they're like mirrors. You know, when you look mm-hmm. at your kid, you see a reflection of yourself and mm-hmm. and it is funny because a lot of our kids have our, our they have our good attributes. You can mm-hmm. see it in them. Mm-hmm. But if we're not careful, they can pick up your bad ones too, yeah, you know. Right. So, and I've heard it said too that I think it's three years or five years. I know there's a huge gap between that, but it's one or the other that they've got their worldview set based on they what do. they've seen thus far. Mm-hmm. So, no matter what that might look like, right? right. You have a lot of influence in those mm-hmm. first few months. Mm-hmm. They have really. I'd never heard that before. Mm-hmm. Wow, worldviews basically set like they've got their skewed Jeez. or you know horizon set yeah, on what yeah. this world's like. Well, if you that, that makes sense mm-hmm. because if if I treat my wife respectfully, then my boys will will say, "Oh, that's how a wife should be treated," right? Mm-hmm. If we make church a a priority, they're going to say, "Oh, we need to make church a priority if yeah. we love and serve others." Right. So that makes total sense mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, is your family involved in your life? Extended family? Right. Do we get together yeah. with aunts and uncles? If that's right. not there, it's kind of involuntary after that, you know, right. they're, they're shy of them. And I mean, just things like that. It's right. It makes a lot of sense. So, so I grew up a military brat. My dad was in the air force and I lived, um, uh, 12 years in England cause my mom was British. And so, um, one of the things I noticed about myself, this is a big difference between my wife and I is my wife always grew up near family, but me, I lived living in England. My family all lived in the States, except mm-hmm. for my British side, they were there, but we even lived like four hours from them. And so I never grew up near family and, I mean, I love hanging out with family and stuff, but it's but it wasn't like a um, a thing for like Christmases and stuff. It was like we did fam we 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 did Christmas ourselves, and then mm-hmm. we'd go visit our our other family. But my wife is from an, an enormous family. Her her mom's side is Mennonite, so she's got tons of relatives. Mm-hmm. Pastor Joe has got a bunch of family that lives near here. Her whole family lives here, and so for me, and that was something I think that was grafted into me at a young age. I wouldn't say it's good or bad. It's just the reality of being a military brat. And so Brittany is always like, family, 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 family. And I'm just like, 
out of sight, out of mind, you know? And, and I mean, I don't mean that. Oh. I don't mean that mean. And mm-hmm. I love hanging out with the family. But I like, yeah. if, if 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 we don't hang out with, with family, Brittany would be like, we got to hang out with family. But mm-hmm. for me, and I, and it's something I'm trying to work on. I'm just like, yeah, because I want my kids to really have a big emphasis right. on family, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it is, that's it's very interesting. I'd never heard that before about, but I mean, it makes total sense. Like mm-hmm. those first five years, I mean, I, I've heard of the importance of of hugging your children, you know, mm-hmm. and showing them love and stuff. I mean, if your kid, this is why um, my wife works a lot with uh, foster care families and stuff. And and they say if, if kids are not loved in those first five years, it, it really sets the course for the, for their mentalities and stuff for the rest of their lives, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's super important those first five years. It is. We made it a point every night to eat dinner together. And mm-hmm. I know Mark's schedule, sometimes he would work 48 hours in a row, but I made it a point that we always ate dinner together at the table, yeah. even if he wasn't at home. That's right. Good. And we still do that to this day. Oh, nice. And I was going to say, because we try to do that with our family while they're young. And I know once they get into those middle and high school years when part-time jobs are coming in and sports, mm-hmm. it's probably not as easy. No, right? dinner's in the car sometimes. And that's <laughs> okay. And that's okay. Oh, You're I still gotcha. together. You're right? still doing it together. Right. Dinner doesn't have to be around the table. I like it. Just, yeah, I'm going to write wherever. that down. Together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's great. And just full disclosure, uh, disclaimer, I love my extended family. I just want to oh, say. I, know you do. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want anybody thinking I, uh, I'm like, I don't ever want to hang yeah. out with my family. That but. out of sight, out of mind was harsh. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it, it is something I struggle with. I've got friends where it's like uh, friends that move away. It's, it's a difficult thing for me to stay in touch with them sometimes because yeah. I'm like, man. But oh, I don't right. understand this anything is, you're saying because my yeah. driveway lines up with my parents <laughs> and they are my neighbors and my big sisters live next yeah. door. Left your and your right best friends me. are your, fa- I mean, it's like the Fuller family is one of the most tight knit groups oh, yeah. I've ever the met. The Pauls, yeah. yes. The Pauls, yeah. yeah we yeah, live yeah. on our road that our ancestors that is so drove funny. their wagon into. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's called Miller Paul Road, right? That's right. right. Yeah. Well, so to proud. be honest, all of our adult kids live with us. Plus our daughter-in-law. And that's, oh, wow. So yeah. it's just a precious time right now. They're yeah. in master's programs. Yeah, it's and, never going to happen oh, again. And it's yeah. fine. It's never going to happen Sweet. again. Gotcha. So we still have that dinner around the tables yeah. most of the time. And that could not have ever happened because, I, I mean, pride and selfishness are everybody on this planet's main sins, flaws. And I think if you hadn't ingrained that into them, that this is where it's at, your friends will come and go, but your family stays, yes. that this would be really hard for them to submit to like under a household with mom and dad still. But yet you've got a husband and wife spouse who are thriving inside of it because you've given them wings, you've right. given them the foundation, but they get to be who God made them Absolutely. to be. Like you said, their own paces, their own spaces. Absolutely. That's, that's amazing. Great. I love it. It's the mm-hmm. frat house. <laughs> the frat house. It's the Christian fun. frat house. The Christian yeah, there it is. Yes. Right. You guys are always having fun, I'm sure. You're like, instead of beer pong, it's communion pong or something. Or, <laughs> I, I don't know what a Christian frat house would look like. but <laughs> My kids used to hide behind the communion table at our church and eat the church cookies, as they call oh, it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the communion I, listen, bread. Right. Right. I got to tell you. Blessed. The my, homemade communion bread is that's right. that's so good. That's right. I make it just for fun anymore. Exactly. Yeah, I know these pre-packaged wafers. It. Right. The matzos. Yeah. Yeah, funny. I did that as a kid too. My dad was a deacon, and I'd always be like, right. "Extra communion, yeah." Uh-huh. Made me super spiritual. You're you know? supposed to bury it after communion or something. If you get real technical with it. Oh, my old church, oh. my family church. Okay. I was caught eating the communion bread. <laughs> <laughs> my uncle ripped me up one side and down the other because I ate the blessed bread. You're like, I just want more Jesus. I just like, what's did the big want deal? More Jesus, look yeah. what kind of Jeez. woman it's made. Yeah, me. look how you've turned Extra out. Extra communion bread does yeah. a lot of good. Your uncle was wrong. 
<laughs> I hope he's listening. He did a soul good. <laughs> I love it. He's in heaven. Oh, that's awkward. Okay. Well, you know, on that note, this would be a great time to take a quick break. So what we're going to do is uh, we're going to take a quick break and then we'll come back with part two with our last two questions. We'll be right back. 